Thank you for tuning in to episode three of the Untitled Car Project. We hope you all are doing fine. And so, Siddhant, who are we bringing in this time? Today we are bringing bringing in Kunal Sharma, who claims to have the first 1600cc twin cam in India. We are going to talk about the whole motorsport scene that he's been involved in, and we'll also talk about how the motorsport scene has actually gotten him to build his first vehicle. And let's get on with it. Yep. Welcome to the Untitled Car Project podcast, your one-stop show about Indian car enthusiasts capable of giving Dominic Toretto a run for his money. With serial gearhead Siddhant and Shivam, here we go. Could you, you know, let us in on your vehicle that you have built and whatever work that you have done till now? A little yeah, brief so I got an, I got an esteem. I have uh, swapped an engine with a 1.6 twin cam. So 1.6 is a block from the Bellino, from the old Bellino. Right. And uh, the head is a twin cam GTI head, which never made it to India. So. So you imported. Yeah, like it's actually available here and uh, with a lot of scrap dealers and all. Oh, okay. But technically, it's imported. Yeah, obviously. But uh, I didn't import it directly. I got it through them. So, what was the procedure of you know importing the whole thing? What did you go go through? Like, did you? Is it feasible to get a engine much easily, or does it take a lot of effort, a lot of money to get it in in India? <clears throat> See, money is uh, always required, obviously, but it depends on what kind of an engine it is. Like this twin cam engine is there in Delhi and India quite a lot, so it is not that difficult to get it. So it depends on what kind of engine you want, what 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 is the availability of it. If it's an engine which is not easily available, then you might you know face a few problems, but it's not difficult, and it's not like you know it'll burn a hole in your pocket. It's nothing. It's not like that. Little bit, obviously, you need some money for it, yeah. but it's not, you know, like, uh, yeah. So, like so, most of the people that you talked about, it being a Bolino block on a crank yeah. of crankcase of an STM, which is a 1300 cc. So most of the people. No, no the crank block, everything, everything is everything from the Bolino. Okay. Yeah. So every, you come, so swapped out completely the the engine so is completely complete swapped. engine. And yeah, transmission, yeah. same. Like stock transmission? Yeah, transmission is esteem. Yeah, esteem okay. transmission. Okay. I heard people talking about swap, swapping out an esteem transmission from to a Zen transmission. How how yeah. how much reliable is it to you know swap out an esteem transmission to a Zen transmission? Uh, yeah, it is it is a cheap option for a shorter ratio gearbox, but it's not exactly a shorter ratio. It is shorter than the esteem, yes, but. Yeah, you do run into problems like breaking the differential quite often because it's not designed for that much of torque, and you know, and uh, the torque is the main game with the G16 block. The torque, you know, goes up like crazy compared to the other G10 and G13s. So it's you will run into reliability reliability issues, but then obviously being an easily available gearbox in the you know secondhand market, it's it's fair in both sides, you know. But yeah. it's not a proper short ratio gearbox. I'll make that clear. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, so I, I wanted to clear out one more thing. Whether is there a replacement uh, complete aftermarket set for the gearbox that is available in the market? So where where which is the company that is making it, or is there a company that in India that supplies it? Yeah, there are a few companies. I mean, they are not basically companies. They are motorsport workshops only around. Uh, for a normal short ratio gearbox, we make it on our own. The see the basically the uh, the casing of the gearbox remains the same. The gears inside, we change them. So, and then there's a straight cut gear option also now quite easily available. Though they are imported from imported from Thailand, and it's a private importer. The, he does not you know disclose his name or anything like that. But yeah, there are many options for a gearbox. So basically, the housing, the outer casing of the gearbox stays the same. What uh-huh. right. the gears are changed inside. That's it. Okay. So that you so, you guys manufacture. Yeah, the the ones which are not straight cut, the, the regular short ratio, we manufacture them. The straight cuts are imported from Thailand. Okay. All right. So there's one more thing that I, we wanted to know since you've been in the automotive sector for a while. So have you? Uh, what are the competitions and events that you've been taking part taking? Yeah, I mainly do tarmac events right now. Okay. Because my car is set up for a tarmac uh, track. Coming to the uh, car being set up to the tarmac track, what is the difference we yeah. have between a tarmac track and an off track? What is what are the changes that you have to make in a yeah. car? <clears throat> Main is the suspension, like that's a different. Like mechanically, the rest of the car will almost be the same. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, it's basically the suspension. So there are a few options which you can run on dirt and tarmac as well. Okay. And there are a few options which are only for dirt and only for tarmac. So what I am running is a right now my suspension is a custom suspension basically with lowering springs from Foklaw, and uh, the the dampers are custom made by my very dear friend Sparky who has done the swap also of my car and uh, yeah. So, so when basically you- suspension is the main. Yeah. Let's yeah. say someone has a coilover setup. So, yeah. like, and there are lots of different settings on it. So, the same coilover can be uh, used on tarmac and off-road, or do you need a separate, yeah, yeah. separate coilover for off-roading? No, see, the reliable coilovers, uh, you can run both on dirt and tarmac, no problem at all. And uh, even some of them are even capable of doing rally also. Okay. All right. So it depends again how much money you put in, and that's what you get. See, racing in my mind is all about money in terms of what uh, outcome you want from your, uh, you know, participation in the motorsports event. There are there are people who just want to participate for the, you know, that I participated in a rally or in a race or in an autocross. Then there there are people who want to win it. So if you are just in it for, you know, for for a hobby or for a for your passion, yeah. then you don't need much money to get into it. But if you want to compete on a level of winning, then obviously you need to put in that much of money also in the car. And because uh, I would always say that, I mean, since now there's no event that is currently going on because of the COVID-19 and all. So what has the yeah. world shifted to? What has the motorsport world shifted to? Is it taking on the e-motorsport? Yes, yes, very much. We have a, uh, like a 
championship going on on the game called Dirt Rally 2. Okay. And uh, it's a multi-platform championship. You be it, be it on PS4, PC, or Xbox. Uh, there's a motorsports uh, organization called BND Motorsport. Okay. Again, a very dear friend of mine called Lakshya Vidabas runs it. And uh, he took this initiative of taking everything to the e-platform. Okay. So <clears throat> we have about 74 participants in that. Uh, and that is 74 from India itself. From India, from our circle. Okay, yeah, that's from your circle. That's a huge, huge number. Yeah, like, yeah, and these are the people who actually, you know, most of them who come for autocrosses and rallies around. And uh, so he has, uh, and there's a class for steering and controller. So if you're on a keyboard, you come in the uh, controller class. Okay. And then if you have a steering wheel, like a proper simulator setup or something, then you come in the steering class. So it's very fair for everybody okay. that. Uh, it all depends on what setup you have and what kind of a simulator you have. And okay, it's a multi-platform. Now you've started. Ask you. yeah. Is there any yeah. long-term scope for it? Yeah, yeah, it, there is. There is actually there is. Like there are now because of me, you know, taking part in this BND motorsports and uh, the the e-racing basically, I got to know a lot about uh, these motorsport these e-racing groups abroad. Okay. All right. And they are pretty big. You know, they are pretty. They are pretty big. They are. There are about 130 people in one group, 170 people in one group. So, it's actually very big now. Slowly, thanks to Lakshya, in India also we are seeing it, and it is actually very. You know, um, how would I say? Uh, it's very competitive because we we have a WhatsApp group of all the 74 people. So after the rally, we have a discussion in the group of what's going on, what happened to you know, a certain person, why couldn't he finish the rally? It's very, very competitive and very interesting also. And uh, yeah, uh, there's a scope, there's a huge scope in it. And technically, it will cost, cost you less money also. Yeah, that's that's very true. So it's a one-time investment. Okay. And so coming back to the top, the situation, this is the real, real situation, not the e-gaming. E yeah. There's mm -hmm. one more thing that I want to ask you, like I've been to events and all, and I've seen people, you know, making their hoods out of fiber, their doors out of fiber, mm -hmm. their, mm -hmm. their trunk out of fiber. What is the importance, how important is your power to weight ratio in terms of a tarmac event? And how do you define it in general? Yeah, be it any event, rally, yeah. autocross, tarmac, dirt, track, weight is the main game it's not the it's not power in my mind what i've seen in the past four years of being in this completely um weight is the main game like if you see my 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 car the only reason it's i mean i i i would like to believe it's fast <laughs> the only reason it's fast <laughs> sure is it's you have been in it you know it yeah i've been in it that's right <laughs> so it, it on a good day it pulls from zero to 107 and a half seconds that's on, and the major mod is the engine, exhaust, intake, standalone ECU. These are steps to it, but the major thing is only the engine in the car. You know, it's, I, haven't, I haven't done anything more than that. And uh, if in that much it can pull 0 to 1 in 7.5 seconds, weight is the game in my mind. Yeah. Weight is definitely the game then. Like again, I would say uh, 
being in a straight line is a, is a different thing and being in autocross is different being on a track is different but eventually power to weight is you know what you need like there's a reason for the s team still being used for racing even you know 13 years after it has been out of production true there has to be a reason behind it and the the, the, the reason is mainly weight because it's a very light car and you can lose a lot of weight in the car yeah. like i believe i've lost more than 120 kgs in my car because i i even i have fiber boot uh, coat and and the rear doors of fiber the interior is completely stripped out you have seen it yeah i've seen that and uh, the only even the power windows i have removed from the you know it's from like the as much rear as weight you can extract from the car yeah. there there's no aircon there's no ac Okay. So you sweat till the track. <laughs> so it's not it's not a daily drive. It's made for the track. Yeah, yeah, it is a purpose-built car. Yes, it is. Yeah, like people are more inclined towards making towards making a daily drive because let's face it, people like people usually want to get into it have only one car, and it's yeah, the game yeah, in yeah. India is pretty costly than what it's outside. I, I believe. So sorry, sorry. I believe that the in the whole game of you know getting your car on the track is much more costlier in India. because of the part procurement see that depends again on what kind of a build you want to do if it is just to build just to participate you don't need much money that can be done in a, on a very you know normal budget also if uh, but if you want to compete on a level, level of winning like i mentioned earlier it has to be you know then it has to be a proper build with everything then be it india or be it abroad it will cost you money Okay. Like good amounts. Right. Yeah. Compared to other countries, say USA or uh, any other country, are uh, is uh, getting custom parts or even building parts. Is it expensive or comparatively the same amount? Like you. Yeah, it is a little expensive. Okay. Okay. It is a little expensive in terms of you know. it's basically the duty you have to pay so that is that depends on what part you get so some parts have a higher duty some parts have lower duty so yeah it depends on that but it's not a lot of a difference it there's a difference obviously you know even if you buy a mobile phone from abroad and in india there's a difference in price yeah so right. that kind of differences are there that kind of differences are there but not it's not a lot you know like it will make a lot of difference yeah Alright. So uh, I, when you were talking about the make, making the gears, you referred V. Like I wanted to know what V stood for. Like you, you told me about well, working with Sparky and all. So we were just wanted to touch. V is V is Sparky only, not me. No, <laughs> I used to be his manager for for a long time. Yeah, I I was his manager for a long time, and I still you know go for events with him and all. I'm not working with him now at this point. Yeah, so we when I say we, it's actually Sparky. So yeah. what all? But it is because I've been working. What all events, major yeah. events that you've been to with him? Mm, I've been to Baja, India, Baja, 2018. Okay. It happened happened in Jaisalmer. All right. And then I've gone for the raid 2018, raid the Himalaya. That's amazing. And uh, Sajoba that happened in Chandigarh. Okay. So from from Chandigarh you go to the foothills of Himalayas and then you come back. So it's a very old rally. So 33. That rally has been happening for the past 33 years. Maybe I believe maybe more. I'm not sure, but 30 years I'm sure. All right. And 
so saint john school and all these people organized this rally called sajoba 29 this year only i went for that year just before the lockdown well like yeah. while you go for rallies and all so how many spare parts do you usually carry like what is the prediction of okay what am what what am i going to break or what is going to break and am i am i going to roll over or not so what are the predictions well, that's, uh, that's the you know that's the biggest uh, fight we have always before going to a rally that what parts do i need <laughs> so technically we do carry the whole car with us in spares yeah so because that's needed see for for example if something breaks down i am there to make sure that that guy's rally does not get spoiled okay so so you are the man behind the whole game that's happening right now at that point yeah i mean yeah it's like you know that uh, yeah uh, it's uh, like we even carry gear boxes forget about parts we carry gear boxes we carry the only thing we don't carry is an engine so if you blow your engine i'm sorry <laughs> but if anything else i'll i you know we try to make it up and so what is yeah. like the optimum so, time within that you finish like if something is broken suppose a gearbox is broken so what is the optimum time you get to you know like you have to do it in within 4 hours you have to do it in within 5 hours no no 4 hours 5 hours you don't have that much time man <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's more like within an hour within 40 minutes yeah that's a huge it job to be really quick like this this sajoba we had an incident that uh, there was an esteem taking part this was this guy's first rally and he came to me for the service before just just before the tra- uh, the next tra- travel to the what do you call it uh, the hotels the transport the transport okay. to the next uh, rally stage and car was fine i checked it it was fine like obviously i can't get inside the gearbox and the engine and see what's wrong yeah whatever i saw visually the car was fine and you know there was no oil leaks nothing all the shockers were intact no leaks 13 minutes from there he had left he called me and said the gearbox is gone in a transport section can you imagine not even in the rally oh my god that's like the worst and, thing that can happen to anyone and things right, people right. do i mean is there a situation wherein people cheat per se kuch विजुअल Uh, thing which i can see then i can object ke bhai this is not allowed in the category but what is inside the engine what is inside the gearbox we will assume that what the guy is telling us is correct because see if you are running a modified car in a stock category yeah it's not fair for the other guys right so if i can see visually that this car is going unrealistically fast on the track then there is then we i have put protest for two people two three people like you can tell us about the motorsport culture how it was before and how it has shifted now what all what, what is the biggest change that you see right now see earlier you had less entries in a in an event compared to what we have now now i see a lot of people in stock cars competing which is not a sight earlier you know pe- people had this in mind that you need a prepped up car to be in a race and all that 
but now i see a lot of people in the stock category coming up and uh, yeah so it has it has evolved a lot and right. we see a lot of entries compared to what we saw earlier so the the, the scene is picking up but obviously yes it's it's still very low and uh, it's still a very small fraternity racing community is very small compared to what you know the you know the people should be there and what kind of uh, you know you'll see a lot of people buying expensive cars and you know running them on the road never taking it to the track so yeah that's that that is changing now though we we in the last uh, there was a, there was a, there was an event called the x factor again uh, organized by one of my dear friends rohit khanna he is actually the uh jk tire uh, formula winner so and he actually runs a karting track also in gurugram called kartomania okay and uh, so he did this event on the it was the first autocross event held on the main booth circuit track right. like even right now all the i mean most of the autocross events especially the tarmac ones happen in booth circuit only but they don't happen on the main track <clears throat> there are a lot of other areas where you can uh, run a tarmac event in the it's it's inside the booth circuit but it's not it's on the main track so he did the first event on a main on the main track of booth circuit on an autocross event and he saw a lot of porsches and you know uh, this time i saw a lancer evo 10 also oh my god so yeah so the thing is it's it's changing it's uh, it's uh, it's getting better from what it was and uh, yeah i see a lot of people like earlier it used to be you know These 20 people I know will come. Rest I don't know. Alright, so the entries have boomed a lot right now. Yeah, yeah. Like in the past uh, five to six years, I would say. So yeah, since we were talking about B and D Motorsports and him being your very good friend, and you, yeah. we talked about it earlier as well that you were a you were assisting one of the scrutiny entries there. How how much you know? How intense is it? How important the rule book is actually for the for any motorsport event? See, the rule book is the bible. You have to go according to that in every form. Even one mistake, the car will not run. All right. So you have to scrutiny is the most important aspect of the uh, of the race. You know, even after cutting up the car and knowing that my car has all the scrutiny points in, but when I go for the scrutiny, you know, it's 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 like a moment of truth event. Yeah. So, yeah. You never know so what you'll get. So, scrutiny. Yeah, I mean, though we, you know, we make it a point that one day before the rally, one day before the event, that check all the scrutiny items, check everything. But you know, uh, it's uh, it's all up to the guy who's scrutinizing your car that how it's going to happen, what is going to happen, and uh, me and me assisting. Uh, uh, in the scrutiny process in one of the bnd events it was a lot of fun and you know you get to see each and every car thoroughly and uh, yeah so everything is basically divided into categories okay so the car whatever they say the category is we check for that basically and I mean, what we mainly check is the safety measures okay yeah So since you've been to so many events and all, so what is the most beefed-up car that you've seen? Like the car that has been winning since seasons and seasons, and they have maintained the trap of. Hmm. There are a few people like that. Yeah, I would say that. 
every time you know that it's going to be between these two or three people okay uh one is uh, achindya mrotra okay he's got the turbo swift yeah then one is uh, uh philip pasmathai all right who runs a workshop called speed sport okay and then third is uh abhishek mishra from jaipur he has He's gotten his team which yeah for a very long time so yeah is very humble way to slide in sparky and saying hum bhi jeet rahe hain yeah like you know it's a, it's a, these three people have been there in every event in every race and out of this mishra uh, abhishek mishra does rallies also okay and he's got a grand vitara the old grand vitara all right which is prepped up for the rally he's been he's won i think five or six desert storms till now that's a that's a very big number it it is one of the most difficult rallies in india at this point oh my god covering more than 2000 kilometers in four five days so you are running in rd right now so what is the experience yeah, your experience RD. with rd what are the power figures if you want to disclose them otherwise yeah, see i have actually not taken no no i have no problem in that i have actually not dynoed my car though okay uh but uh, yeah should be around 130 140 horsepower with the ecu oh, okay. and on the stock so, ecu should be around 120 charge it eventually some day yeah man like hopefully one day like one dream dream of everyone to you know get a turbo get a biggest turbo and put it in the vehicle yeah it is actually definitely on the cards let's see when i can do it because turboing a car you know sounds very easy but it's actually not yeah in terms of you know it's it's basically the yeah it's it's what kind of turbo will suit your car what kind of you know boost will suit your car will your car be able to handle that much boost what setup you're running all that things come into play so what the basic problem is to choose a turbocharger because you there are plenty of there around and you don't know which one to go for so yeah like you know but it's a, it's a it's the ultimate dream of every car guy to have a turbo on a car which does not have a turbo <laughs> that that's true yeah you can only you know cut out so much time for your car so one project car is enough <laughs> <laughs> one project car one one lifetime is i i think more than enough because you invest a huge amount of time in that one project car how long did it take yeah, you to build that one thing see it was my 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 build was a gradual build so it was it took a while the engine swap actually sparky did a very good job he gave me the car in two days oh my god that's like the quickest that i have never i have never heard of it in my life oh my god like two days for an engine swap and actually he had the car, engine in the car in the, on the first day only like i gave the car to him 
And then oh, yeah. the, the day I gave the card to him, it was already evening. So cut that day out. I think it was five o'clock already. So the next day, the engine was in the car. And the third day, the car was, I took a test drive on the third day. So yeah. That's one of the happiest feeling for anyone, you know. Yeah, and uh, when, when I started working with Sparky, then I realized that how, you know, he did it. Because I have seen people who ask for like 15 days, 20 days, one month also. And uh, two days was amazing. But then when I saw, like there's another project we did, it was a Honda Jazz, which was running a Honda City engine and we swapped in the K24 Accord, Accord engine in that. Accord engine. So even that was a very, uh, you know, even getting everything mod- modified to for that engine to fit in. I think we took about four to five days to put, put the engine in. And yeah, that's, that's like we did, we did run into a lot of problems with that car though, like, you know, uh, while doing the swap because it was the first of its kind in India at least. So, um, yeah, we did run into a lot of problems, but then even after that, even after facing all those problems, I think five days, we had the engine in the car. And these Suzuki cars being so easy to work on, it's uh, actually a lot of fun because it's, you know, swapping engines is very, very easy, actually. Your, your time that you spent with Sparky and worked with Sparky as a manager, so what mm-hmm. was the, you know, the biggest number of, you know, bar numbers that you saw? See, again, we have never dynoed a car. Okay, you haven't dynoed a car. So, a problem. There's, only one, there's only one dyno in Delhi right now. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Like, uh, when we started it, it was not, that dyno was also not there. So, initially, we didn't dyno any of our cars. We did dyno one of our supercharged uh, Honda. We have another Honda Jazz. It's, uh, it's got a Sprintex supercharger with a Honda City engine. So we are talking about 170 brake, maybe. That's a huge. And thing. that was not in its that was not in its full form because that time it was running actually a stock ECU, which we had remapped. And now the okay. car runs a Link Atom 2. So it's a full standalone system now. So we haven't dialed after the Link, but it, it feels much better than what it was. So 138 wheel at that time. So, yeah. 138 wheel at that time. We're running a stock ECU. Just remapping the stock. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Delhi ka car modification scene, South India, se kaise, like how is it different? What all have you seen majorly in North? There's always been South. a clash between. <laughs> See, uh, yeah, like I have seen some crazy cars from the South also. Like I can't deny that fact. Yeah, like some some crazy builds I've seen, uh, which have because, see there are there are reasons for that. The reasons are there's no proper tuner. By tuner I mean not a you know hardware guys are there in the north. The software people are not there. Like even for this jazz when we put when we put a link ECU in that, we had to go call a guy from Malaysia to tune the ECU. So that is where the challenge comes in. Hardware is not a difficult job to do. I mean, it is, but if you know what you're doing, it's not a very difficult thing to do. The thing is to have that ECU tuned to run everything in synchronization. So that is where in North we are lagging. 
that's the only place we are lagging. So if you want to talk about just a build, just an autocross build, I think we are at par with everyone around. Okay. But when it comes to crazy builds, you know, like builds which you have not seen or heard of in your life. Like there was this uh, Bellino, the old Bellino, a turbo Bellino with a, with a big ass turbo. The turbo was bloody bigger than my head. And uh, <clears throat> that car was running 280 wheel horsepower, which is actually a crazy number for a Bellino. Yeah, that's that. I mean, even now, the race concepts, they made a, around uh, a card, which is around a uh, drag spec card, which is around yeah, yeah, 600 horsepower. Yeah. That's, that's always been this whole scene wherein they have the mentality of, you know, dragging the vehicle. So, drag eventually needs a lot of power. Instant yeah, power. true. True. That's it. So again, you know, it depends. Like in, in in North, there are no drag events that happen. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't need outright power to compete in a rally or an autocross. You need more of the setup should be there of the car rather than just being power. The so in drag, the thing is power. Car making a car fast is actually not difficult. You put in parts, the car will be fast. Yeah. You as a driver, if you can't drive that car as fast as it's supposed to be driven, there's no point of having such a fast car, right? Yeah. You need to be able to handle so much power. That is one. That is another another thing. Yeah. If you can't, if you're not used to a stock car in a rally or a race, how can you, you know, get used to a car which is putting out 30, 40 percent more power than that? Yeah, that's that's true. That's very true. Yeah. Like if it's a drag event, like I'm not. You know, saying anything, you just have to drive in a straight line. Yeah, this might the, the, <coughs> this might be a little controversial. People will be like, "Nahi, aise kaise? Sita chalana nahi." Nahi, but that's 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 true. You know, all you need to do is learn how to launch your car and then learn yeah. when to shift or how to shift. That's that's that, that's that's the key of a drag race. There's nothing else that can go wrong. In an autocross, in a track, on a track, things change. Like you know. Power is not the only thing, and uh, yeah, there are people. I have seen people. Yeah, first is how to use that power. Second, I've seen people with crazy cars, or you know, putting out crazy horsepower. But a lower number, lower horsepower car is beating that car. So it's then it comes on to the driver. So you need to reach that level first as a driver before you build a car or you know, camshaft, pistons, yeah. this and that. Yeah, so it sounds very you know, fascinating. Fancy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have a I have a high lift cam, forged piston, high compression piston, forged rods, this and that. It's not required till you actually but I can't go around a corner. Yeah, so there, there, there's no point with that right now. Yeah, true. So I think overall we had an amazing session with you. You know, we had the whole situation wherein you talked about your experience. You talked about how important the car culture is and how the evolution of car culture has begun. So I think it has been a great experience talking to you. And the, I would love the, to have the you again. Pleasure is mine. <laughs> oh, anytime, anytime, anytime. With all your new builds, hopefully another project, project car that's up in your garage. Somewhere. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, uh, like you know. Well, I will need one because now the twin cam engine is not allowed in the autocross anymore. Okay. So, yeah. But I can't part ways with the esteem because it's my... It's more than just a, you know, 
how to say off and it's much more so yeah so it's this will still be there and maybe then i'll have time for another project card let's see so i guess we'll wrap it up yep so yeah bro. thank you for being on the untried car project with us pleasure is mine thank you so much and-